Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing? Uh, we're in a whole new year, whole new you, right? That's what they say. Happy 2021. I don't really have any New Year's resolutions. Do you do those? Uh, I mean, I have like plans that I want to accomplish throughout the year. I wouldn't call them like resolutions per se. Okay. So you're going to... Uh, do Amelia Earhart and fly across the globe, make a hot sauce that uses a profuse amount of pineapple. What else you got going on? Actually, I, I do have a 100-mile a flight that I have to do um, like in the coming weeks, which is pretty cool because I've never done that before. Are you going to land yeah. that bad boy right in the middle of Lake Taveres and grab yourself <laughs> a beer? Um, to, the, to our listeners, I'm, I'm getting a pilot license. That's why we're talking about this. Um, it's pretty silly. We talk about it off offline. Um, but my biggest thing, right? Um, I, I got a lot of projects going on at work that I'm really excited about stuff that I've never done before on the, on the SEO side. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe it'll come up in conversation either today or next time. I guess we'll see how this all kind of plays out. Yeah. But today we wanted to do a little bit of a tradition that we do um, every year because we've been doing this podcast for three years now. Jeez. Think about that. You think that we'd have more podcasts by now? Yeah. Instead of, we only have like 77 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that should be our new year's goal is to do one once a week. I am on board. I just got to get settled into one place. I've been on the run since August. Hopefully those days are numbered. Well, let's just delve into what we're going to be talking about. Um, This is going to be our predictions for the SEO industry for 2021. Stuff that we think is actually going to happen. Um, We might revisit a little bit of the stuff that we predicted last year that that we thought was going to happen that that didn't happen. So clearly, you don't really always know what we're talking about. Um, But some of these things that I think, um, you know, some of the stuff I think we predicted got pushed back because this was the craziest year ever in modern history, right? Yeah. So... Um, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about where we think it's going to go. Uh, talk about what you should probably focus on going forward. Sure. So anyone that's an avid listener would be like, you guys, you swore up and down that 2020 was going to be the year of voice search and all these other things. It's like, yeah, it, maybe, it wasn't. Maybe there were a couple <laughs> steps in that direction, but it's definitely not like the full blown adoption really whatsoever. Let's delve into the local SEO side, because that's really like where I live right now. That's what I've been doing for for a couple of years now, full time, really concentrating on that. So I think we made a prediction that the last year was going to be the year that Google introduced a bunch of like different options for for things and features within Google My Business. And it didn't really happen. Um, I think it maybe would have happened if the pandemic hadn't hit. And I think they had to focus all their energy on updating listings so you could tell people, you know, like pandemic related stuff. Uh, you know, that you can still serve customers, um, you know, maybe at their house or whatever. Uh, but I, I think this is a year once everything gets, you know, kind of wrapped up with this, maybe around uh, mid-year, they're going to actually start introducing some of those interesting features they talked about before. They were interesting. And all the documentation is there. All the all the, the signs were kind of pointing towards it where it was like what people were going to pay $100, $200 a month, and they were going to get additional functionality, whether it be uh, 
being able to process payments on their GMB, whether they can book appointments or get leads through the GMB, even kind of display their own listing information on a competitor's GMB. And that I think was the coolest one I, I saw of that, that right. you could show up within the profile of a, a competitor, like under right underneath their name or something like that. It would just be like related competitor and you could pay to do that, which I thought was like kind of neat. Um, there were some additional like paid features that they were going to let you have as well. Um, so maybe this is the year they get it. Uh, I, I know they have a hard time monetizing local, you know, like GMB in general. So uh, that's probably why like the services suck and you generally have bad spam because there isn't like a lot of, a lot of money coming from that side of it for, for Google. So, you know, maybe this is the year, maybe they, they do it. it. It could be, um, of course, local service ads became uh, much more ubiquitous around August. It's always been a project almost like a beta that, Google has been doing it for a long time. They rolled it out for a lot of industries. So that's been around. They've been messing around with that for the past four or five months. So they are monetizing that. People are slowly starting to adopt that as being something that they can expect, you know, in a lot of search results nowadays. So yeah, um, they just, I think just this last week kind of updated the um, interface within Google, my business and the oh, metrics yeah. and how you view them. Out of that. Yeah. They just made some changes to that. But I, th- I think this might be the year. Um, I haven't heard anything about it. I, I guess maybe it's just like wishful thinking here uh, that you will have some ability to connect a GMB profile to like Google Analytics. Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, it'd be helpful for uh, pulling out data real quick. That makes sense instead of going to separate places to get data that is very similar. Yeah, just being able to combine all your data into one place instead of having to have like two things. Mm, data. <laughs> data in one place. Um, I, I think this might be the year. And I also think this is going to be the year where they finally crack down on keyword spam and the business names. Dang, you just you beat me to it, Paul. The interesting thing about that is that you can legally do like the whole DBA and Sunbiz, we're talking specifically Florida, but your respective state that you can get a fictitious name that legally does include keywords and then use it for your GMB. But that's spam and it's annoying. I mean, is it spam if that's your business name? <laughs> no, that's what I mean. But it's is it it's just annoying it if, if you're applying and you're uh, legally getting acquiring the fictitious name post update or, po- or yeah, but they they can allow you to still do that, but they can also devalue the that as as a ranking factor. You know, that's all they have to do. They just have to devalue that. It it is, Paul. It is frankly astonishing to me how much of an impact it has. If if there are 47 words in your business name, you are spamming. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, your business is in 47 words, is it? (laughs) Unless it was like the business formerly known as, formerly known as, formerly known as. But you're not not a pop artist. I always see like business name and then it's like iPhone repair, Samsung repair, Google tablet repair, Mac repair. That's crazy. uh, Green (laughs) repair. It, It goes on and on. And uh I've actually had a lot of success of getting those places. Um, I mean, you can, you can actually like submit it or you can work with, um, I guess, certain people, certain consultants to actually um, flag all those kinds of things and then get it, you know, edited or crowdsource a, a, an edit to someone's name, which would have a direct impact on their placement, you know, after the keywords are removed. But it's kind of a separate thing. That's true. But I, I hope this is the year that they actually do it. Maybe they've been saying it, I think since last year that they were, they were going to do that. Um, but if they just devalued it, it'd be so, so awesome. Right. It would just, it'd be great. 
because you don't have to worry about that. It's it's so silly. So I expect that to not happen this time next year. Um, just having keywords that have such an impact. Um, I'm expecting more results to actually show up um, within the GMB listings. Of course, reviews are important now that we have the the check marks and the X marks, where it's like you know on site or is it delivery or takeout or are they servicing you know a radius. They're kind of presenting information right off the get the get go. What was um one thing that we saw starting to pop up more often? Also, oh, years in business. They're taking that you know taking something from LSA as a local service ads, the years in business, and they're actually um, mess around with displaying that directly within the map pack too. So interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Evolving, so, you know? How about organic? What do you think is going to be coming up this year? I know the big, you know, core web vitals is, is on the docket. They're saying it's going to be a big ranking factor. I think it's not, it's going to be just like the mobile apocalypse. I, I, I agree. That's one of those things where it's, it's like, I think that when things get a little bit technical and it's beyond the scope of what the average business owner website like can really handle in a web, even really the average webmaster, it's like kind of like the wishful thinking on Google. It's like, hey, let's give them the criteria for all these like ridiculous things that no one really knows what it is, and let's just hope they do it. Same with like mobile optimization, mobile experience, and then I, I agree. I think it'll be something similar. Um, I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is site speed is always important because user experience is just trash. If your website takes forever to load, but some of these things we're talking about, like compression of JavaScript and CSS, and these when the paint loads above the fold, it's like really who's going to get on board for that? I, I think it's kind of ridiculous, dude. I mean, a lot of people, the vast majority of websites are small websites, right? Like, right. it's not even close, um, and they're like small mom and pop website websites, right? So, how much is it really going to matter? Because most of those are probably in non-competitive niches. Anyways, like they're just local things, um, but still the expectation of like how they have to know any of that stuff is, is insane. Those people are just trying to run businesses. They're trying to run websites. They're trying to do SEO. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe there'll be a few more plugins, but I don't think that these, these plugins or one click installs or are, are going to really cover it. Um, even think about, you know, people are kind of losing their, their crap a little bit over the, you know, ADA compliance kind of stuff. And these people came out of the woodwork and were like, oh yeah, we're, this plugin's ADA compliant and this will cover everything, but it, it doesn't. So I, I don't think anything's going to just cover everything that you need for core web vitals, because if you're still on GoDaddy, your website's still going to run like a piece of crap. It doesn't, it's a plugin's not going to save your website. So, you know, there's going to be limitations of what people can literally do. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, I think it'll be like the mobile, mobile, mobile apocalypse. Um, that wasn't a big deal, but eventually it will be more and more prominent, but not when they say it's like going to launch. No. And I think that Google's like, Oh, if you, if you know, your website's not hundred percent compliant until, uh, until, um, August, 2021, that's when you can start to see the negative effects. I guess we'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything it'll probably have happened already. That's always my take um, that it's already being rolled out. Um, some of the things that, that I'm looking forward to in 2021, because we saw it a lot last year, was just really the categories and the options you have for structured data. Because I think that Google is sort of trying to put an emphasis on the evolution of SERPs and what kind of information you can get directly from your search without clicking through. Because you kind of like 
have a mindset that Google doesn't really even want people clicking through to websites and can hopefully make a decision and get their information directly from the search results. I mean, I don't know if you have to be of the mindset to see like what Google has done over the past five years, 10 years, really like look at all the information they just provide in there now. Uh, I mean, that's, that's clearly what they want you to do. They want you to trust. Ultimately they don't want to have anything organic. They want people to trust paid ads as, as much as they would just organic results. Right. And then they don't have to worry about that and they just make even more money. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they want to serve up all that information to you without having to go to any website. I, I like love that concept and I'm pretty on board for that, for, especially for 2021, because if Google is so obsessive about the user experience, they want to control as much of that process as possible. And one of the best ways or the biggest ways to control it is to ensure that they don't even have to get people to click through away from Google into someone's own personal website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they want you to build your website on their Google platform that they give you with like Google My Business, right? They give you like a Google site if you want it. Uh, they want you to just have Google My Business. They want you to connect and add to it. And that's all they want. So they want you to pay them. I mean, the, pr- the proof of that is obviously the uh, enormous real estate that FAQ structured data takes up with m- multiple um, listings for, for answering questions, uh, featured snippets, enriching really the SERPs through like the review schema, probably some sort of authorship is going to make a-, a comeback, the knowledge graphs. I mean, yeah, people get obsessed about building really, really just miraculously complex websites. Um, at least in the service industry product, I know that might be a little different. Um, I'm speaking on behalf of service, but yeah, I think that SERPs are just going to get more and more informative and people are going to be able to make decisions directly from their search without clicking through. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you just think about like all the stuff that they you can do right now, right? Just through Google My Business, you can you know learn about a website, you can read reviews on it. Uh, there's questions and answers that Google provides, like the Google Q&A about the business that you don't even click through to the website to read if, if you want. Um, you can book an appointment, you can message them directly through all of that stuff without ever going to the website. So, I mean, I think that's like obviously where they're going, right? That, there's not gonna be less features to interact with a business through GMB in the future. There's just gonna be more. What, what do you think about as far as building authority? What, do you think link, link building, you know, we talked about year over year. We actually dedicate you know entire episodes to link building, and we spend a lot of time on it. But it hasn't really changed significantly year over year. Um, there's a few things that I've definitely seen more recently that I think might be worth working or worth pursuing. But what do you think about link building? Do you think it's just going to be as as dumb and easy to exploit as it's always been, or is there going to be other like uh, ranking signals and forms of obtaining authority? I mean, I think that. They're going to stay the same pretty much. Uh, I think it's a key element of the algorithm. It's always going to be. Um, that That's not going to change, right? So you're still going to be able to manipulate organic results however you've been doing it in the past. You know, it'll probably get tweaked here and there and they'll devalue some things, whatever, but it, you'll still be able to like influence it. Um, I think the biggest thing though is just the overall value of organic traffic will continue to be diminished as this year goes on. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting, and especially with all, all these like platforms that are leaning on more finite amounts of websites to be an authority on subject matter, um, because there's just so much like misinformation and disinformation out there. Mm-hmm. 
that it's just like how much more are like Facebook, Twitter, and even Google going to just be like, this is a criteria for a website to be an authoritative and included in the index because there's just so much bad information out there. Yeah. And I actually think this year we'll see another, um, another search engine competitor, either it'll come out of Amazon or it'll come out of Apple, but there will, there will be some other thing, right? Maybe even Elon Musk will make something up when he gets like the, the internet satellite crap that he's doing right now. Right. Ooh, Elon that. I, I, I think that like, having this one search system that we have, I don't think it's sustainable in the long haul. And I think someone else is, is eventually going to come up. I, I think it's in, inevitable. I mean, Google can't go in indefinitely. I actually am wrapping up a survey right now that includes like a, um, a couple of questions I had for survey participants, about like 500 people. And I was asking you know, various questions and, and questions about branded directories. And I actually had asked, um, I actually have the data right here. I was like, do you still believe that Google is working to basically be the most trustworthy source of like accurate um, search queries? And um, it's pre- it pretty high. And like, I got like an eight out of ten people kind of like agree in the confidence. And then I asked actually, um, do you think in 2021 there's going to be something else that comes up that might be more trustworthy than Google? And I got a six out of ten. So it's not. It's pretty neutral. Um, just from this particular survey, it's funny that you mentioned it. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think that anyone that uses a search engine thinks that the results are going to be bad, right? Like I, I mean, I can't really talk to using Bing because who the hell uses Bing? Um, but I've never searched something in Bing and been like, oh, this result's going to be crappy, right? Um, and as an SEO, I, I don't. I know how you know some of it works there, so it's not like I necessarily trust the results I get. It depends on what I search, right? Um, you know, if you search a lot of like recipes for cooking, you're going to get a lot of crap, right? <laughs> um, just because like, that's what the whole side of it has changed into. You don't really get like recipes how you did before you get like a whole story about I know, I hate someone's that. freaking it's, life, you know? My grandma's um, hands remind me of making apple pie dough. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a giant pain, right? Um, I think what it's going to have to be is like uh, availability, like ease of availability and like comfort level. Like everyone goes to Google because you're just always used to using Google at this point. Right. And like, it, remember when they would do like the Bing and Google search results and they'd like compare them like the AB testing on yeah, those commercials. Right. I, I mean, they look almost the exact same, you know, <laughs> like it doesn't look any different. <laughs> um, it's just a bunch of, it's the same thing. Um, but it's like, you know, why do people prefer Google over the other one? Uh, I mean, a lot of it was like branding and like the name in general and just like it, it became really easy to use. Um, and I think if there's something that replaces it, that is easy to use, um, and does good branding. I, I think like, I think, uh, there'll be like solid competition at some point. It might even be something like Google invests in because they benefit from having a competitor that way they don't look like they have a monopoly. Right. You know, Microsoft did that to Apple back in the day. They, they gave them millions and millions of dollars because they didn't want to be a monopoly and all the legal recourse that comes from that. So I think something's going to come out of it this year. Well, a lot, a lot of people thinking that there's going to be a little bit of a shakeup if, if when I think it's more of a win. Apple has their own search engine and it's not going to def- default to whatever is like on an iPhone or other Apple devices. It's going to be their own search engine. And I think that Siri actually has like a couple of suggested searches or s- suggested uh, results uh, when you do 
some of those kinds of searches already. Um, I don't even know if they're kind of transitioning in that direction. Yeah, I, I think that as innovative as Google is, and they are, right? Um, I think someone's going to figure out a search result that's going to be even cooler and more interesting or something uh, that's going to drive people to it. And I, I think it's, yeah, you know, there, there's only so many players that are going to be able to enter this space, right? Um, that have like the capital that's like do it right. And I think we're going to see something like that happen. Maybe it will be an augmented reality too when everyone wears some cool shades. Do you remember those Google, those Google glasses? <laughs> yeah, like what happened with Google glasses? Um, and when you wore them, you looked like an asshole. Okay. That's yeah. a start. That was pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's a uh, good enough reason, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that, that's ultimately like why they sucked, right? Um, but uh, I mean, that another cool thing. So think about like VR and its popularity. It's increased greatly um, in the past like five years. And I think it's going to be even more popular. Um, and so, you know, like all people, absorb a lot of information and they buy a lot of products through the, their gaming consoles, even right, right now. Like whenever I buy movies, I buy it through like Microsoft store. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not connect some other search ability to that and make it like a lot, like even easier. So that might even be like another area that gets explored. Like you have it straight in your VR, like who's going to supply that, you know? I, I don't, I don't even know. I I'm yet to, to hop into an Oculus and really do it because, uh, you know, I, I might have some, slight imbalances in my middle ear. <laughs> I don't want to use Oculus because I really don't like Facebook. <laughs> That's a good reason. You know, as far as like the stuff that I'm kind of looking ahead for SEO, uh, of course, we're always all over doing a backlink analysis for people that seem to be ranking pretty well and seeing if like the links really evolve over, over time. And and they don't. And that's why we're, we're not like, hey, there's something groundbreaking for link building. Like there's no link building hack. I mean, it's it's very consistently been like a diverse backlink portfolio that's coming from a lot of different places. And, you know, we, you can refer to a previous podcast about, you know, what our kind of take on it is. There are a couple of things that I've seen recently that I think are, are kind of interesting that are worthwhile to maybe like consider. The first is I'm, I'm seeing more and more people in the past like six months actually doing link building on a page level, which is what we've been doing for a long time anyway, because we know that's that works. So you do see more competitive people that are like, hey, let's not just send all the links to the homepage or the root. Like they are actually spreading the wealth a little bit more, which is good. It makes them competitive. And and one thing I saw recently, and I was actually pretty interested, uh, I found it pretty interesting, is someone that's really going pretty heavy with like uh, vanity anchor text, like the actual keywords, which we know is typically pretty volatile considering it's so obvious. But the way that they're kind of covering it a little bit more is that these particular blogs that they're getting are a, they're always on a high DA website, but B it actually includes also tons of other external links um, to dot govs and dot orgs and news places and internal links. So it kind of like saturates the article with like 15 external links. So the one vanity link that you're doing doesn't look as obvious, I guess you could say. So it sounds like it's kind of about the same if you're just doing it right. Doing it better. Doing it better. So instead of just being like, I'm going to do vanity keywords, which might actually hurt my rankings because it's so obvious that this is like, you know, an inorganic link. It's like, I'm only going to do a handful. They're only going to be in highly authoritative blogs. But most importantly, my link is going to be 
wrapped up with like 15 other links as opposed to maybe done in the past and it's only like several other links. Any other predictions that we can be wrong about this year? Uh, the safe bet, there are probably a handful. I think that Google is definitely going to crack down on what's going on with local. I, don't, I just can't imagine that the, the keyword stuffed approach can go on indefinitely. It just it is just so obvious. It's just like, it's, it's just, it's clearly not supposed to work that way. I would, I would put that at like 70% likely that that happens over the next 12 months. Um, it might not, they might not care. I've been hoping it would happen for a long time, but who knows? But I, I would say like, there's, there's a strong likelihood because at least it's on their, it's on the radar and they've talked about it over the past year. So they know about it. I actually think that there's going to be some sort of uh, update. So you know how there's medic updates because they just, uh, especially with COVID, they don't want you know unreputable websites to provide like advice on health because that's very dangerous and misleading. Um, I could see there being more and more algorithm updates that really have to do with politics and mis- misinformation like that related to. That's a really interesting. Uh, take. Uh, I think there's going to be some sort of law. There, there's going to be some stuff from from the past four years that that's like examined. I think I think that actually is a really high likelihood. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just the way information is being presented and and Google trying to use its algorithm. I, I mean, I, I'm guessing they're going to have to do this much more manually and not just rely on their algorithm or machine learning to decipher. <laughs> This kind of stuff it's going to require human resources to to really get through all this muck and crap um yeah i, uh, I don't know what it'll be it's going to be something though i don't know but that, that i think that's definitely a certainty honestly and then so what do you have as like you wish would happen but probably low probability um i, I wish that all all search results are just paid and there's no more organic and <laughs> finally die once and for all then we can change the name of the podcast to SEO is actually dead. Then we can yeah. get out of our shackles in our prison and move on to a different livelihood. Different career. Maybe like be <laughs> a shoemaker or something. It sounds cool. I'll be a cobbler and you'll be a pilot. Love it. Um <laughs> pilot, bar and restaurant in Tavares. Yeah. Hey, don't tell people where I'm from. Um <laughs> You're in and around there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyways, well, uh, Thanks everyone so much for, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast and we love uh, hearing from all of our listeners out there. Uh, we're going to try and podcast a lot more regularly this year than we did last year. Um, you know, if you're interested in getting a hold of us, asking some questions, maybe telling us about what your predictions are um, for the coming year, you can email us at seosdead and otherlies at gmail.com. Uh, we usually respond pretty quickly on there. Uh, I think we're going to try and build out our YouTube channel this year uh, a little bit more. I think we're going to start doing video. I feel like our listeners are like, if I had a dollar for every single time you said we're going to podcast more, a dollar for every time you said YouTube, you have a lot of really... No, we're going to do video ones. I I feel it. It's going to happen. Joe Rogan style. Let's do it. Okay. Whatever you want to do, buddy. All right. But anyways, uh, thanks so so much uh, again for for listening and uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe uh, anywhere that you listen to this podcast at. Uh, Really appreciate it. And thanks again. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lives. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.